This is Randy Hosman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your daily industry news brief for August 18th. First, CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky acknowledged the agency failed to effectively respond to the COVID-19 pandemic. It is committed to prioritizing future public health responses through a series of changes. In a public statement, Dr. Walensky says, quote, For 75 years, CDC and public health have been preparing for COVID-19, and in our big moment, our performance did not reliably meet expectations. My goal is a new public health action-oriented culture at CDC that emphasizes accountability, collaboration, communication, and timeliness, unquote. Former Deputy Health Secretary in the Obama Administration, Mary Wakefield, Ph.D., will lead the revampment efforts. Some measures are internal, while others require action from Congress. The agency will also establish a new equity office. The recommendations originate from an internal review of the agency ordered by Dr. Walensky earlier this year. Second, Dartmouth Health, based in Lebanon, New Hampshire, now requires COVID-19 booster shots for employees. Chief Quality Officer at the system's flagship hospital, Dr. Michael Calderwood, announced the new requirement in a video posted Tuesday. Dr. Calderwood says workers must get their booster shot by November 4th as a condition of employment. Dartmouth Health is New Hampshire's only academic health system. It has more than 13,000 employees. Third, a Novan hospital in North Carolina narrowly avoided termination of its Medicare contract last week by hiring hundreds of nurses to address issues state inspectors identified in June. Most of the newest hires were travel nurses. CMS notified Novant Health that its new Hanover Regional Medical Center was in jeopardy of losing its Medicare contract if serious deficiencies were not addressed by last week. According to a letter from federal officials to the hospital's CEO, the hospital did not meet conditions of participation in Medicare regarding patient rights, nursing services, emergency services, quality assessment, and performance improvement. Hospital executives say that during a reinspection last week, health inspectors verbally assured them that they had sufficiently corrected the problems and that their Medicare contract would remain in effect. Fourth, members of the Michigan Nurses Association accused the University of Michigan of unlawfully refusing to negotiate over nurses' workloads in its bargaining with the University of Michigan Professional Nurse Council. The union, which is an affiliate of National Nurses United and AFL-CIO, represents about 13,000 nurses and healthcare professionals in Michigan. This includes workers employed by the University of Michigan. The University of Michigan regions hold the contract with the University of Michigan Professional Nurse Council, which is the largest bargaining unit of the Michigan Nurses Association. A total of 6,200 University of Michigan Health nurses have been working without a new contract since July 1st. Hospital and union statements say these nurses are working under terms of the expired agreement. The University of Michigan Health, which is the clinical division of Ann Arbor-based Michigan Medicine, shared a statement with Beckers. In that statement, it says it has offered a 21% base pay increase for nurses over the life of the contract, along with the new salary step program for nurse practitioners and the safe elimination of mandatory overtime. The union argues that the University of Michigan has refused to bargain over safe workloads regarding the number of patients assigned per nurse. 
it says this is tied directly to nurses' patient safety concerns. As a result, it filed the lawsuit on Monday in the Michigan Court of Claims. University of Michigan Health says it plans to defend itself against the lawsuit. Fifth, global monkeypox cases have increased by about 20% for the second week in a row. The U.S. accounts for more than 38% of global cases. As of yesterday, CDC data shows over 13,500 confirmed cases. New York has the highest number of cases, followed by California and Florida. There are almost 450,000 monkeypox vaccine doses available for states and jurisdictions to order. Researchers are concerned with the potential for monkeypox to infect people beyond just intimate contact. A child in Oregon has also tested positive, which marks the ninth pediatric case in the U.S. State health officials say the case is tied to a previously confirmed case in an adult, adding that the child did not contract the virus at school or other community settings. Thanks for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership delivered directly to your inbox every weekday? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.